Welcome to Just One More Story, a weekly podcast featuring unique and interesting stories that are inspired by true and personal events. Some are thinking, why should I listen to this podcast? Well, to be perfectly honest, who better to tell a story than the person that wrote it? And in this case, that writer is me, your host, George Walters. With that, let's get started. Hi folks, thanks for joining me here today. It's a great looking day outside, not that I've been out to enjoy it yet, but as soon as I finish this story that I'm going to tell you today, I'm heading out to do some front porch sitting. Actually, thinking about that front porch sitting brings me up to the story today. I hope you enjoy Chairs of Comfort. One thing we all have to remember is that work is never done completely, and we should never forget to take time to sit back occasionally to relax and do nothing. At least that is what I was told. But, while I'm on the subject of relaxing, I have often wondered what people thought the most comfortable piece of furniture was in a home. Some have told me it was a couch or Chesterfield. Others say an old lazy boy, which truth be told, were unheard of when I was young. I do know that the old high-back chairs were very popular. There are many more, I am sure. However, the ones that stands out in my mind the most were the old wooden chairs which sat around the kitchen table. Second, if not first, would be the, rock, the old wooden rocking chairs. For us, we had three, two at the first, but a year or so after moving in with Reg and Laura, folks that raised me, I got my own. Thinking about that, I can still see Reg coming in the driveway with the rocking chairs sitting on the back of his old Fargo pickup truck. Seemed kind of... Seeing him, it kind of reminded me a bit about the about the Beverly Hillbillies with Granny sitting in her chair as they drove along the highway. Red stopped the truck and said, It's going to need some repairs there, George, that's for certain. But the price was right, as I got it for a bag of corn from a lady that lives down near town. I just happened to be driving by at the right time and seen it sitting off to the one side of her porch with a sign on it that said, For Sale. So I stopped. We had a cup of tea, as she was sure, a chatterbox, and before I left, the chair was ours. She said it was brought over from Sweden in the early 1800s by her grandmother. I'm not sure why she would be getting rid of it, but I'm not the type of fellow to pry into one's affairs. I could see Laura giving Red the eye with that statement. Anyways, it's ours now, and after work is finished for the day, we will see if we can fix the one rocker as it needs a bit of glue. We did fix it that night, and once the glue dried, it was put in the spot alongside theirs on the front porch. Throughout the cold winter months, mine was brought up to my room, excuse me, where it sat with a woolen blanket draped over the back. I have to say that Many a night I sat in that chair reading a book, rocking away the evening in a world of my own. Another thing I remember, that whenever I sat in the chair and it got to rocking, many problems that I had just seemed to disappear. Laura had hers almost in the middle of the floor in the kitchen, and one would have to walk around it for most parts. But no one complained as it was one of Laura's loves in life, and who are we to say any different? I still can see her singing and fiddling with things on the stove for supper on them cold winter nights. Then while things were cooking, she would sit down in her rocking chair, lean her head back, and 
drift off into her own special realm of contentment. I asked her about what she thought of when doing that one time. She said, well, early in the morning I like to start off thinking about hard things that I have to do. And while doing them, I like to think of the easier things which lays ahead. And being so, it sure makes the more difficult things get done a lot faster. So, I guess you might say that sitting here in this rocking chair once in a while throughout the day gives me the time that is needed to make sense of what is going on or going to happen. She then went on to say that her mother used to tell her that Muddled thoughts just led to muddled actions, which means nothing constructive gets done. Clear thinking leads to clear action, she continued. If more folks would take a few minutes throughout each day, like me sitting here in my chair, to clear their minds, well, let's just say their days would be a lot easier. But you can't sit too long. It took me a bit of time to really take in what she said that day but as I got older the more she has said the more it made sense yes the old rocking chairs are still around but for most parts they have been replaced by the new modern chairs some say they are too hard some say they're too cold and occasionally I've even heard said they aren't they aren't comfortable for myself though just looking at one brings me warmth and relaxation I look forward to sitting in mine each day with my lovely wife on the front porch, at least in the summertime. You know, I have come to the conclusion that the body is quite happy with walking, standing, running, and even laying down for hours on end. But problems arise, though, when we go to sit, like sitting here telling you this story. So that got me to thinking in earnest about chairs. Chairs have been around for many a year, that's for certain. But other than the two my lovely wife and I have found today, there have never been any that we felt comfortable in for any length of time. It seems that when a person sits with a body bent backwards, the back is forced inwards, which in turn causes a lot of discomfort. Don't make any sense? I agree. But the purpose of a chair to me is that it should be comfortable. I've also found that if the seat is a bit too hard, it will cause discomfort to one's rear end. And if it is a bit too soft, it will distort the rear muscles and cause pain in the sciatica. Then if the chair is a bit too low, the body's weight will cause discomfort to the behind too. If the chair is too high, we seem to bend forward so our feet are in a more stable place on the floor, which in turn causes our chest to tighten up which causes lung problems and creates muscles tensions in the neck. Lazy boys, I found are comfortable with your feet raised to some degree. Coaches are okay to some degree too. Table chairs, for the most part, to me, are the most about the most uncomfortable of them all, next to a stool. So, what the heck is a person to do? We can't be standing half the day or more. It just isn't right. Or for that matter, we're comfortable. We need the rest now and then. I, for one, have given this problem a lot of thought. Years ago, a famous general said his men marched on good backs that were in good working order, and he made sure his men had all the comfort they could get after a hard day walk. To me, all chairs have their drawbacks, all but one. 
That one would be the good old rocking chair. A rocking chair is a chair like no other. Many times other than Lauren Red's, I would find my native friend Graywell sitting in his rocking chair on the front porch watching the sun going down. Just watching him rocking, smoking a cigar still stands tall in my mind. A rocking chair has something, has something about it that takes on the spirit of the owner. You know, great, the greatest ghost stories, if looked upon deeply, would consist of a rocking chair somewhere throughout the tale. And I, for one, love to listen. I would have to say that the stories that were shared with me throughout my life shaped the man I am today. Dad always said, George, a good rocking chair should provide comfort while rocking but not as much as to keep you from cleaning out the barn. Took me a few years to figure out his meaning. Today, I know what he was telling me, that relaxing in a rocking chair too often, rocking back and forth on the porch, could stop a feller from moving forward. You know, sometimes I wonder about them old fellers back when. They just get you to thinking that you need to relax a bit more, and then they come up with something like that. That's it for today, folks. But before I go, I would like to mention that all my stories are also available in books. We have seven books to choose from, and each book has over 50 short stories. The titles of the books are One More Story, Moments in Time, Paths We Choose, Times Changing, Keep Turning Pages, Join Me in the Garden, and Nature's Gateway to Health. All of our books are available on Amazon.ca or Amazon.com in ebooks or paperback. If you would like more information regarding my books or podcasts, you can email me at any time at stories at keepingnotes.com. I'll say that one more time. Stories at keepingnotes.com. I'll get back to you. You can also listen to my podcasts on Google Play Music, TuneIn, Stitcher, Radio Public, Pocket Cast, CastBox, The Walters Post, and Google Home. Just say, hey Google, play Just One More Story by George Walters. And if you enjoy my podcast, share them with others or tell a friend. In doing so, it will help me make more podcasts for all to enjoy. And finally, I would like to thank you all for listening. And don't forget to tune in every Friday for a new episode of Just One More Story by George Walters. <laughs>